the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for listening in today. The Word of God is clear. Before anything or anyone existed, God created heaven and earth. He prepared a magnificent place for all living things. And because He foreknew what was to come because of sin, He created a grandeur of heaven, a place that we, as His children, cannot imagine, yet long to be. You'll want to take notes, so have your Bible, pen, and paper handy as Pastor Rander tells us about the indescribable place called heaven, a place reserved for the children of God. Turn with us, if you will, to the book of Revelation, chapter 21, verses 9 and 10. Revelation, chapter 21, verses 9 and 10. And there you'll find these words. Then one of the seven angels who had the seven bowls filled with the seven last plagues came to me and talked with me saying, come, I will show you the bride, the lamb's wife. And he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain and showed me the great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God. From this passage, these two verses, we want to preach on the subject of heaven. Heaven is a very precious subject. It is near and dear to my heart. As a matter of fact, it'll be near and dear to all of our hearts. If you know the Lord Jesus Christ, you're going to heaven, so you ought to be excited about finding out what your new home will be about. You need to learn something about heaven because uh, if you look at television and some books, they're casting uh, the wrong perception about heaven. But if you really want to know what's in heaven, what it's about, and if you plan to go there because you know Jesus Christ is your savior, it's wonderful to to have a sense of what our future home and what we're going to be going doing there and all those things all about. I'm excited about heaven. Say heaven. Heaven. When you look at all the trials and troubles and killings and trafficking and drugs and all the stuff that's going on around the world, we ought to be excited about our future home and it gives us hope and something to live for in these decadent times in which we live. But before we talk about heaven, first of all, we need to ask this question. What happens to those who die without Christ? What happens to those who die without Christ? Because everybody's not going to heaven. What happens to those who die without Christ? Well, they go straight to hell and will be forever absent from the presence of Christ to be tormented forever with no hope of reprieve or pardon. 
Now, that's terrible. That's why we preach. That's why we encourage you to bring folk to the Lord's house so that they can hear the gospel, so that they can be saved from a terrible place called hell and transferred into the kingdom of uh, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Those without Christ, those say, I don't want to hear about Christ. Those don't talk about two things. Don't talk to me about. Don't talk to me about politics. Don't talk to me about religion. I don't want any of that Bible stuff, that God stuff, that church stuff. Leave me alone. Well, we'll leave you alone because those who go to hell go there by choice. Did you hear what I just said? That's a big thought. Those who go to hell go there by choice. What happens to those who die without Christ? They go straight to hell. And will be forever absent from the presence of Christ to be tormented forever with no hope of reprieve or pardon. Uh, so, so with that being said, what do those who go to hell experience? What, 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 what will they experience in hell? I tell you what, they're not having a party, that's for sure. Luke let, lets us in on uh, the reality of hell. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 16, verses 22b through 25, it says, The rich man also died and was buried. First of all, to go to hell, you got to die. You don't go, you don't go to hell and come back. Once you go to hell, you go to hell. Uh, but to, to get to hell, you got to die. And those who die without Christ, they open, the, at the moment they close their eyes, breathe their last breath, they go straight down to Hades. And the scripture says, the rich man also died and was buried. And being in torments, underline torments every time you see it in this passage. We're going to focus on that word just a moment. Being in torments, that's first torments, in Hades, he lifted up his eyes. That means you could see in, in hell. You know, and even if you are blind on earth, you will be given 2020 vision where you can see the reality of hell. He lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham before all and Lazarus in his bosom. Verse 24. Then he cried. There are emotions in hell, crying, weeping, wailing, gnashing of teeth. He cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. He should have cried out for that mercy when he was in this life. It's too late to cry for the mercy of God in hell because the truth be told, once you go to hell, there is no mercy. And send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue. Why cool his tongue? Because he's hot and unquenchable fire that will never be extinguished. The likes of which we cannot even comprehend cool my tongue even the tongue is on fire every part of your being is on fire that's why i preach so hard because hell is just that bad my friends for i am here's the second word tormented tormented underline it again in this flame no air condition there no fans there no rolling fans no breeze there Flames that cannot be extinguished. Flames that we cannot comprehend the heat of. Verse 25, and Abram, Ham said, son, remember. Underline remember because you will have the capacity to remember things on this side while you are living on earth. 
And you will remember every opportunity that you had to receive Christ, but you put him off. You procrastinated. You said, not now. You procrastinated your way right on into hell. He says, remember, in hell, there's no amnesia. There's no dementia, no Alzheimer's, no any of those things. If you had it on this side, God will make sure that that's gone. So you have perfect memory to remember every opportunity you had to receive Christ and reject it. That makes hell some terrible forever separated from God. And so, so remember that in your lifetime. Why? Lifetime where? While you were on earth. You receive your good things and likewise Lazarus evil things. So, so, so don't worry about the evil things uh, that happen to you. you know, the injustices that happen to you. Uh, uh, we, we, we know how the story, we, we know how the account end. We win. We win. You ever watched a rerun, rerun of a game and uh, uh, you weren't antsy and worried and all shook up and can't go to the restroom because you don't know, think you're going to miss something. You know why you can relax? Because you're looking at a, you already know the outcome. <laughs> so you can sit there and relax because you know how it's going to end. And so, he's, it, it, so, so don't worry about the evil that happens to you. God is going to come one day and make the crooked ways straight, the rough places plain. He's going to come and right every wrong. You know, that has to be a judgment day. When we see all these unsolved murder cases and people, all this fiendish, diabolical stuff, folk never getting caught, things that's happened to babies and children and women or abuse and all this stuff. And people, it seemingly they've forgotten the way, but they have not gotten away. He said, don't worry about the evil things that happen to you. I'm going to right every wrong. But now he, Lazarus, is comforted and you are. There the word is again Torment it, torment it, torment it, torment it. Oh, to be tormented is to experience indescribable, perpetual, physical, mental pain, suffering, anguish, misery, distress, and trauma forever. Now, y'all won't that quieten you down. That ought to make you straighten up and walk right. You say, this, this sermon is scaring the hell out of me. <laughs> well, good. <laughs> to be tormented is to experience indescribable, perpetual, physical, and mental pain, suffering, anguish, misery, distress, trauma, forever. Forever. But I just wanted to give you a taste of hell because the reality of hell is real. And those who are not going to heaven are going to hell. One or two places. You either know Christ or you don't. You're either going to heaven or you're going to hell. You're either a saint or you ain't. How do we get to heaven? How do we get there? Number one, barring the rapture, you have to die to get to heaven. You got a lot of folks talking about, oh, I've been to heaven and I've been back and I saw some light at the end of the tunnel. Don't you believe that? You know, oh, I saw this and I saw that and I saw this little boy and he came back and he was saying all this stuff. Listen, stay with your Bible and you won't be deceived. 
You have to die to go to heaven. He said, where is that in the book? It's in the passage, Luke 16, 22, 8. It says, so it was that the beggar died. Once you die, you don't come back. When you're dead, you're not done. You're gone to another place called heaven or hell. In this case, so it was that the beggar died and was carried by the angels participating in this business to Abraham's bosom, representing heaven. So you got to die to go to heaven. It is impossible to imagine life on earth without problems. In fact, life on earth compels us to prepare for them because we know they will come. God's word tells us so. However, if we endure to the end of our lives on earth through the application of and obedience to his word, we will be free of the trials and tribulations of this life and rewarded with eternal life with our Lord and Savior. The former things shall be no more, nor will we remember them. Listen as God uses Pastor Rander to share this inexplicable truth. Secondly, to, to die in Christ is to go immediately into the presence of God in heaven. To die in Christ is to go immediately into his presence in heaven, the presence of Christ in heaven. A second Corinthians five, eight says we are coveted. Yes. Well, please rather to be absent from the body uh, and to be present with the Lord. You bring a casket in here. You say, bring in the body because the soul and spirit has departed. It departs. <gasps> that breath goes instantly. That person is in heaven. Uh, instantly. That person is in hell. No side, no excursions, no purgatory, no no, no, going somewhere to atone your sins, then get right and go to heaven. Don't you believe all that stuff? No, 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 no purgatory here, my friends. You go straight to heaven or you go straight to hell. When you see that casket, you can knock on, you can knock on that casket. You can kiss the person and people are cremated and all of these things, but they can't feel, they can't see, they can't touch. Why? Because nobody's home. Nobody's going to say, matter of fact, if you knocked on that cancer and they said, what you want, you'd run out of here. You'd run out of here. Some people say, I'm scared of graveyards. No, don't, don't be scared of the dead. You better be scared of these folk that's walking around. That's right. That's what do. <laughs> you don't know what folk mind around you. It's not those folk that can't talk that's dead. Uh, you, you better watch the people that's around you. So to be absent in the body is to be present with the Lord. Luke 23, 43 says, and Jesus said to him, assuredly, I say to you today, say today, you will be with me in paradise. Paradise is another paradise is another expression for heaven. You will be with me in heaven. Jesus told the thief on the cross once he acknowledged him as God and recognized how sinful he was. It said, Father, when you enter your kingdom, the thief said, remember me. He, Jesus responded by saying, this day, not tomorrow, not next year, 10 months from now, 10 years from now. He said, this day, you will be with me in paradise, heaven. Now, let's look, let's look back at the text of uh, Revelation 21. Let's look at verses 9 and 10. Let's look particularly at verse 9. It says, then one of the seven angels who had the seven bows Filled with the seven last plagues, came to me, John, and talked with me, saying, Come, I will show you the bride, the Lamb's wife. In verse 9, 
one of the seven angels who participated in the bowl, seven bowls judgment when the wrath of God was poured upon the earth during the time of tribulation came and talked with John to show him the bride, the lamb's wife. In the presence of God, my friends, are angels who stand ready at any moment to be used by God to perform assignments given by God himself. Angels may speak words of judgment. They may perform acts of judgment. Angels oftentimes come to deliver, as in the case of Paul and Silas in Acts 16, or give a message of good news like he did, like the angel Gabriel did to, to, to Mary. Sometimes they are bearers of good news. The new Jerusalem is the future home of the bride of Christ, where the redeemed are forever united to God through the Lamb, Jesus Christ. The scripture says in Revelation 19, 7, let us be glad and rejoice and give him glory for the marriage of the lamb has come and his wife has made herself ready. Look at verse 10. And he carried me away. John, he's experiencing a lot. And he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain and showed me the great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God. My friends, John is carried away by the angel in the spirit to a great high mountain and is shown in a vision the great city, the holy Jerusalem. The holy Jerusalem, that place is called the bride, the lamb's wife, because it is the future home of the redeemed, the church of the living God. So therefore, that place is called the bride of Christ. Heaven. Who will be in heaven? Who will be there? Number one, only those who are in Christ will go to heaven to live forever with him. Only those who are in Christ. Say in Christ. You're either in Christ or you're out. You haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your personal savior. You don't believe in his death, burial, and resurrection. You're not in Christ. If you're agnostic, you're not in Christ. If you are an atheist, you're not in Christ. If you're a Muslim, you're not in Christ. If you are whatever you think you are, you're not in Christ unless you have been born again by the spirit of almighty God. John 8, 24 says, therefore, I said to you that you will die in your sins. For if you do not believe that I am he, I am he who, that if you do not believe that I am God, you will die in your sins. Jesus is not, he's more than a good teacher. Jesus Christ is more than a prophet. He's more than a miracle maker. Jesus Christ is God all by himself. Uh, Acts 4.12 says, nor is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. No other name, not my name, not your name, uh, not anybody else's name, any a person, any political figure, any king, any monarch. No, no other name whereby people can be saved except through the precious name of Jesus Christ. Why don't you say Jesus? Oh, now you said that kind of week. If you know that you know him, why don't you say Jesus? 
if you know that you know, you know that you know, you know that you know, you know, you know, Jesus Christ is God all by himself. Why don't you say Jesus? Now you sounding like you believe him. The gospel of John chapter 14, verse six says, Jesus said to him, I am the way. He didn't, he didn't say, he didn't, he didn't say one of many ways. He says, I'm the only way. I'm, I'm the truth. So many lies and shenanigans and, and false stuff going around here, false doctrines and doctrines of demons. You have to know truth. I am the truth. And the life, in other words, eternal life comes through Jesus Christ alone. No one comes to the Father except through me. You can't get to God without going through Jesus. You can't get to heaven without going through Jesus. So only those who are in Christ will go to heaven to live forever with him. Secondly, who will be in heaven? Those who surrender their lives to the Lord and seek him first. Those who surrender their lives to the Lord and seek him first. And some of you have the attitude, it's either my way or no way. But you, well, once you get saved and born again, the first lesson you need to learn as a new believer in Christ is that it's not about you. <laughs> it's no longer, no, no, it's not about you. It's about Christ. It's, it, it, it's not about what you think. It's not about your opinion. It's not about your ideology. It's not about your philosophy. It's not about the, the, the thinkings of this world system. It's about Christ, my friends. You must surrender your rights, your will, your way. Lay them at the foot of the cross and say, Lord, here am I, send me. Wherever you want me to go, I'll go. Whatever you want me to do, I'll do. Whatever you want me to be, I'll be. I am totally yours. My friends, absolutely nothing should take priority over our Lord and our God. Nothing should take priority. So, you know, some people stay home because it's Labor Day weekend and they'll stay home. Are you kidding me? Without God, there is no labor. That's right. That's right. Without God, there is no job to rest from the labor. You know, you say, well, I got company. Bring your company uh, to church. Your company say, I'm not coming to church. Leave them at home and you come. Why don't you say amen? Absolutely nothing should take priority over our Lord and our God. He should be first and foremost. Uh, Matthew 6.33 says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. You are blessed when you seek God first and, and acknowledge him. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Number three, who is going to heaven? Those who obey and keep the commandments of God. Those are the ones who are going to heaven. Those who obey and keep the commandments of God. I, I preach so hard and I'm so serious about this business because I don't want you to be under my pastorage and, and you end up in hell. I want to see everybody who had the Maranatha experience go to heaven. Those who obey and keep the commandments of God. Revelation 22, 14, right there in Revelation, it says, blessed are those who do his commandments. When you obey God and you do what he says and abstain from what he says, abstain from, he says, you are blessed. Blessed are those who do his commandments that they may have the right to the tree of life. Underline this and may enter through the gates into the city. If you don't keep the commandments, you will not enter through the gates of the celestial city called heaven. Keep the commandments. 
Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not kill. Don't be playing around. Don't be committing adultery and all these things. Uh, love your neighbor and all whatever God says you do. Fourthly, who's going to heaven? Those who keep their eyes fixed on Jesus and believe his promises will endure and not lose heart. Those who keep their eyes, what? Fixed on Jesus and believe in his promises will endure and not lose heart. Hebrews 12, 2 and 3 says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Verse three, for consider him, consider who? Jesus, who endured such hostility. Have you ever had hostility to come against you? Have you had people to rant and rage against you? Have you had people to do you wrong and treat you unjustly? You know how you can handle it better is to look at the Lord Jesus Christ who endured such hostility from sinners against himself. Lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls. And stop saying, I don't deserve this. God, I read my Bible, I pray, I sing, I bring my children to church and Sunday school. Why is this happening to me? I don't deserve this. Hush up saying you don't deserve this because the truth be told, what you really deserve is hell. What you really deserve is spiritual death and condemnation. You are saved by the grace of God, by the mercy of God. Hey, won't you say amen? That's what we all deserve. Thank God he didn't give you what you deserve. That's mercy. That's mercy. Oh, hallelujah to the Lamb of God. And when you keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, whatever comes your way, what, it doesn't matter how painful it is, how harmful it is, whatever the, the, the wrongs done against you, when you keep your eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ, your wrongs, uh, the wrongs against you, the injustices, the pain, the hurt, the trauma will begin to wane because your eyes are fixed on Jesus, you will not become disillusioned and discouraged because your eyes are fixed upon the Lord Jesus Christ who will see you through. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching by Pastor Rander, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church located in Converse, Texas, or call us at 210-821-5683. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com. <laughs> 